What's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Jack of All Trades. I am your host, Jacqueline Renee, aka Captain Jack Sparrow, Black Jacks, Jackie Two Necklaces, Trapper Die Jacks. If you know me like that, you already know what's going on. So back for another Love After Lockup slash Life After Lockup review, aka the Branson Brawl. But no, really, season three, episode 31, Tell or Never. Let's get right on into it. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? Happy Sunday. Yes, happy. How's your weekend? Can't complain. It was pretty cool. Pretty chill. Okay, yes. Yeah. So far, so so good for me as well. Good. Yeah. Good. And life after lockup came with it a little bit. I was like, oh, they gave us much. Yes, life after lockup, season three, episode thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, toe or never <laughs> was the title. Yes. Yes. Finally, it should have been finally toe. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Or okay. All the shit y'all have been waiting to see all season. Exactly. So, where do we start, girl? Hmm. How about Andrea and Lamar? Yes. I love Lamar. You know, Uncle Lamar. Right. <laughs> Baby Nug, top two, not number two. Yes. Yes. So, with that, the whole surprise, he bought her a car. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Music career. What the fuck you out there doing, Lamar? To be back hard. So that, that's the first thing that went through my mind. Is verbatim. What the fuck you out here doing? So yeah, but, he decided to say that he's, you know, selling those tracks. He's making money. He said that. He said his music career is doing good. That's what he said. I said okay, okay. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it was like through stuff like you know shows like Love After Lockup. Other shows yeah. need music in between scenes that you know they're not going to get major artists cleared a lot of times so yeah you know maybe he did it like that i can see it i can see it i'm happy for him yeah either way but it's so crazy yeah it's a nice car and uh the fact that tennyson said that his mom will find multiple ways because she's going to find multiple ways to get upset about this. Like, dang, Andrea, like, this is what people yeah. do. Right. I was like, you know what? That's sad because that's basically Tennyson. You know, that's has been his experience with his mom. Mm-hmm. And now that's his way of thinking. That's his mode, you know, of going through the world. And he's going to think that of other people or, you know, mm-hmm. be very cautious of that. And that's unfortunate, you know, that he's going to always carry with him. Like, my mom could make a mountain out of a molehill in, you know, no time flat. Right. So that's what he's going to expect from other people. Or he's going to be maybe in the other direction, right? Where he can recognize it in people and be able to avoid mess because Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. But she seemed to receive it well right she did she did she was happy i was like okay she needed some undergarments on up under that dress but uh thank you okay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um andrea familiar with the body type girl um i identify and that's why i do things like wear spanks mm-hmm. um 
So uh-huh. not saying that what she wore was completely off limits, but there's a way to make it even yeah. more flattering, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a kiss. She looked nice for Andrea. You know, I don't mm-hmm. like that type of jewelry, but whatever. But right. yeah, it was the undergarments for me. Like you said, I don't like, I don't care what the body type is. You don't just hang <laughs> out. That's my whole thing. Like I'm skinny and there are certain, I have to be conscious of like, okay. Right. Know, like, yeah, you just can't, but t- depending on the material of the dress and all that, there you just can't be out here like that. Right. Sometimes you just need a little smoothing out. It's nothing wrong yeah. with you still having, you know, the curves that you're going to have or the body shape that you're going to have, but you can always kind of just dress it up and make it look as best as possible. And Indeed. yeah, she just basically just threw the dress on. Yeah. And kept them with this. Yeah. <laughs> but the way, first of all, girl, they talking about going through the car wash. I was like, so that's a date for y'all. Okay. They probably don't get much privacy in the little, in the small house that they live in, but Mm-hmm. so y'all can get nasty and the way Lamar twiddled his fingers when he was talking about the car wash like <laughs> I was like you gotta give me spirit fingers Lamar <laughs> first of all I did not catch that oh you know I did <laughs> oh, gosh. I just for that scene honestly for me I was just like y'all's storyline has given so little over the course of time that y'all mm-hmm. still try to make that old shit relevant Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I I roll my eyes at their situation almost exclusively because of Andrea. Yeah. So, you know, again, per usual, wishing them the best, but it's always going to be because Lamar is great. <laughs> I love him, like, and he always does things for her. Like Andrea, we've never really seen her. Have we? Have we seen her? Am I mistaken? do anything special for Lamar and as much as she be wilding she need a little I'm mm-hmm. sorry gift or something no I've never seen I mean maybe I'll do my research over the course of the week but not to my recollection have I ever seen her do anything special and that actually made me think of how it's crazy to me that she expects Lamar mm-hmm. to be so romantic and thoughtful like she was like oh we don't go out on dates because Lamar doesn't know how to plan dates this man was locked up for almost two decades. Like, right. If you want a date, I would advise you tell him what you want. It, hello. You know how many motherfuckers got canceled after Valentine's Day last weekend because they didn't plan something? Right. So. Right. And then, you know, women open up your mouth and say, hey, this is what I want. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right. Especially when it is somebody like Lamar, who he clearly recognized she needed a car. Yeah. So he took care of that. So you can't tell him like, hey Lamar, I would like you to take me down, you know, to the good time bar and for dinner and jazz. Right. He's not gonna be opposed to that. Exactly. But again, mountains out of molehills. Yeah, all the time. All the time. So mm-hmm. that's them. That was them, right. <laughs> I was like, that was good with them. That is all in the report. Right. Um, who you wanna do Who's next? next? We got Oh, you want to do puppy and oh girl? Yeah, we can. Yeah. So, so puppies' weight loss, and I don't want to shame anyone's weight loss and all that because it seems it's drastic. It's drastic, and it's definitely leaning more towards I've been dabbling 
versus Mm. I've been in the gym. But again, I tread lightly with that because sometimes when you lose a lot of weight like that, that's how it looks. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. it could be like herbal life. It could be, it could be Mm -hmm. something that's not drugs, but I agree with you. Keyword drastic. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how much time has this been over because she's gotten a job lost weight like so i'm thinking is this over months at a time i took it as two months because amber talked about you know picking her mom up after two months i think of seeing her Mm -hmm. so i thought okay well if we give her at least two months that's time to get the job for sure but that's why the weight loss still felt drastic Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so i don't know but she or Amber picks up her mom and what mama's asking her about what's going on with her and puppy. And I mean, every time somebody brings it up, it's like, she just nuts up. Like, yeah. I mean, like, are you asking me like, are we going to be together? Because I don't really know. I'm like, Girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, Oh, but it took mama to spill the tea about Sammy as well. Right. Uh-huh. Then, you can tell that's what she wants to do and where she wants to be because she's like, yeah, I know you don't like him, but you know, I'm just so in love with him. I'm like, okay, well now we're getting somewhere. Amber, I see how you are when you are comfortable with somebody and you know, you want to be with them. Right. So why do we keep like dragging this mess along with, with puppy? puppy? It's but what like I puffy probably puppy probably got on her realizing it too. And just like, you know what? Let me, let me get my shit together. That's what she was saying. She was like, "How whatever course of time has passed, Amber has essentially shut her out. Like, they live together, but, you know, she she's like, it's basically, like, she's not fucking with puppy. Yeah. Which probably is really hurtful and confusing because Amber is not just keeping it real when she could. She knows her reasons. Right. So just tell her. And again, find your own place to stay. Mm-hmm. If this what you want to do. Yeah. Right. You staying with this girl and her mama knowing you don't want to be with her. Got her confused. I don't know. I don't like all of that. And even with her mom, um, her mom was like, oh, well, does Sammy know about you staying with puppy or, you know, is he okay with this? And the way she beat around the bush, mm-hmm. basically saying, I haven't told him about her and I haven't told her about him. Mm. That's the only answer. That's crazy. That's insane. And everybody's keeping secrets. Like, right. Just tell the truth, get on and move on. That's it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I feel though that it's really Amber keeping all the secrets and yeah. she's the one that needs to tell the truth to move on because so that everybody else can do the same i agree i agree and don't when this you, this guy gets out and pulls a you on you don't go back to puppy you just keep it right. moving my mind exactly because you already said he was abusive in the past so that part really made me be like girl what girl what her mother said like he tried to keep her away from her family they ended on bad terms like right. why don't you leave him where he at because exactly honestly like, yeah it sound like he just you know, looking for somebody to talk to. And like her mother said, y'all just talking on the phone right now. How you know he changed? Of course. 
Exactly. He's probably doing exactly what Amber was doing, which mm-hmm. was looking for a secure place to stay, mm-hmm. right? Or a support system for when he gets out. Mm-hmm. I agree. Coming back after all that time and, and you're talking to me from the jail cell? Come on now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Girl. Anywho. Once again, poor puppy. That's it. Right. Wishing her the best. But um, uh, their mom... Is that Amber's mom? That's Amber's mom, right? Not Puppy's mom. That was on the episode, yeah. Yeah, Amber's mom has the biggest smile on her face. First of all, when they talking about rolling up on Vince in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I'm like, girl, y'all on some bullshit. And Amber don't want no parts of it. And that's, again, where I'm like, Amber, you would have been better off at this point just being like, hey, guys, it's been real. Um, I kind of, you know, I'm on my feet. I know who I want to be with. I know where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And it's not in any mess. It's not dealing with Vince. It's not dealing with Puppy. Mm -hmm. Move on. And then deal with your mother, you know, with love when the time is right. But all of this mess that y'all keeping up for the TV, like, you need to let that shit go. Because, you know, you Mm -hmm. don't really want any parts of the people, you know, that are within this mess. And it's like, I do get it. If you want to do something about him forging your signature to you know adopt you and if he's sitting up there getting that extra money and keeping it for himself if you feel that strongly about it okay fine but y'all doing all this for this love $200 a month is the issue with me like right now if that's going to affect you later on down the line and claiming stuff on your taxes because somebody's still claiming you if you want to go to school all of that stuff true do what you got to do sis but all this Let's roll up on him all the way in Vegas and confront him. Y'all finna go from Georgia to Vegas. Right. Like, right. come get on. Getting on flights to get into conflicts. Come on. This is crazy. But unless they build enough for life after uh love after lockup on like the new season, because we TV will be paying for that flight and finding out where Vince is and yada 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 just to make for television. That's the only thing I could think of. Girl, you should see me over here rolling my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Because they not in no position to do that themselves. So it's like... Right. What? I don't know. They can stay in Georgia with that mess. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, Sean and Destiny. Girl. Finally. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Destiny. You told... <laughs> Sean, that car was not his. It was hers. You are delusional. Right. Your sister is just as immature as you. Which was disappointing for me. Yeah. Like, what are y'all about? Seriously, what are y'all about? So, tow truck pulls up. Mm -hmm. Vince, he does enough. Vince, sorry, what's his name? Sean. He mm-hmm. does enough to get the tow truck up on to the bed of the, the tow truck. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't show what I would have thought would have been enough to justify him being able to pull up to a house and say, yeah, tow this car. He but, showed the man He showed the man the paperwork because they said that. Right. He was like, right. this is my car. He was like, well, he showed me paperwork that it's his car. So Right. But, you know, yeah. and, and all of the editing, right? It just feels mm-hmm. like, oh, next thing you know, car's going up. So, yeah, her sister sees this start to happen and calls her destiny. Oh, something's happening. And then they go outside. And, yeah, once she started to say that that was her car, I'm like, girl, uh-huh. where 
because you got in the car and started driving it, you decided that it was your car. I'm just trying to figure out when and where you took ownership or possession other than illegally. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I just didn't like the way her and her sister were coming at Sean. And, okay, let me back up two steps. When, you know, she basically was mad that he finally got a clue. He was like, I'm not going to be paying for you to be, you know, driving this car around. She's like, oh, you paying for your baby mama and all her stuff. And he's like, my kids are there. And I'm exactly. like, I can't believe that she even tried she even to said use that. that out her mouth. Like, yeah. that was a justifiable reason. Yeah. I'm like, girl, <laughs> what do mm. you think? So after that, I just don't appreciate how she and her sister were just, you know, calling him, you know, a punk ass bitch or whatever. But I'm like, y'all are bums. And that's sad. Yeah. Because you know that that was not her car. I don't care what he may have told her. There was nothing. She was like, she didn't mention, right? He's like, oh, I knew that was why he wanted to get the car in his name. But I'm like, you probably could not have got it in your name, hon. So At all. You can't even have a bank account in your name, dear. Right. Where you, girl, bye. So I don't care what verbally happened in the past. Like you knew that if he wanted to come get that car out of your possession and and take it back, he could do that. Exactly. So I was just like, good riddance. And you can talk about him all you want to, but you are the only one that looks like, uh, you know, a bum on the television right now. He looks like an idiot. He's been looking stupid, but you know, you're the one that looks like, a, you know, an asshole. And she, her sister too, like, and you gonna sit up here and condone that shit? Like, right. like he's wrong. I don't understand. Like, the sister seems like she's usually the one to, you know, um, kind of talk some sense into Destiny or like make mm-hmm. a little sense out of the foolishness that Destiny is doing. But no, here you sitting up here siding with her and her bullshit and this is the, this is her problem. Right. She had been doing a good job of kind of being reasonable. But I think if we even go back to the when she got out and they met up with the sister and the mom and they found out all that mess, he really, you know, made a terrible first impression for everybody. So she wasn't really going to like it when it when push came to shove. I guess it's not that surprising that she was willing to just like go to the mud with her sister because she knew that this dude was a little bit, you know, suspect from day one mm-hmm. from her, mm-hmm. you know, vantage point. So, oh gosh, more eye rolls. So super eye rolls. Right. So um, then it's like, what's where we still got to get to this wedding. Who did she marry? Oh yeah. I don't know. Did she go back to Sean? You know, like where I, it's so much, so many unanswered questions. Because they did, didn't they? They did not say that that was the season finale either. No, they didn't. Lord, when are we gonna get there? Because <laughs> I'm sick of it. You hear me? Sick of it. <laughs> right. I don't know. Because we all know that she's either going back to jail or you know she's still waiting to go back to jail so I don't know but you know what and the hard part is I don't care I'm over it Mm -hmm. because she has now proven herself to be an asshole individual Mm -hmm. so gosh, I don't know just like let's you know wrap it up with them for real wrap it up and move on yep Uh, okay who's next you want to do Marcelino and Brittany okay yeah what they 
like overwhelming <laughs> shit. Okay, Brittany is now, you know, I've been rooting for her and everything that she's been doing, but I'm starting to get to a place where it's like, okay, Brittany, like you're not licensed to take your mother through all of like this trauma, you know, tour, then revisiting type thing that she's doing. Mm-hmm. It feels like it could be overwhelming for her mom or it could be very touch and go, which I feel like is something that Marcelino mentioned. Mm-hmm. Because you never know what's going to take her over the edge. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it felt good at first. And I really want her to continue to help her mom if she wants to help. But it just feels like, okay, girl, like you trying to get this woman to confront all of her demons in like a long weekend. Like, uh, it's a lot. But then it's stuff that Brittany didn't know. Like, A, mm -hmm. they tricked us again with the fucking blowing up (laughs) scene. But she didn't know that. She just thought, you know, her mother fucked up the whole time she was trying to kill herself. Like, it's just a lot of stuff that Brittany don't even know while she keeps trying to get her to go deeper. Right. And I kind of felt bad because as soon as her mom was like, oh, you know, I lit a cigarette and then boom, but said that the police said something must have been leaking. I'm like, mama, you were living in a meth house. You do not have to lie to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when she said, oh, she woke up mad in the hospital. I'm like, so once it happened, you felt like, okay, this might be it for me. And you were mad that it wasn't, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe it wasn't something that accidentally exploded and maybe you were in a meth lab. Mm. I don't know. Could be a reach, but... <laughs> yeah, it's no telling. Because they just... It's so much. It's like crazy. Yeah. Uh... And Marcelino. You know, he always make a comment that pissed me oh yes i knew it was one what was it this week because i'm like he's not gonna like that that he should have that she britney should have mentioned her family and her letters and maybe he would have wrote somebody else oh how fucking rude and she did she you should have seen her face she was like like mouth open it's like start checking him like stop letting him talk to you like that right because i don't give a fuck what's going on and what you have the upper hand about then go get you that then. Pay me child support and alimony because I ain't got no job and that. Go get you that. Yeah, he knows how to like kind of cut deep. He I don't like it because he don't he doesn't have a squeaky clean past. Like your mother had a problem too. So don't play with me. Right. Right. And I feel like he should acknowledge that what she's doing is trying to take her mother to the best place that she can be in. You know, to just have a positive, you know, and viable future. And I understand that it probably is exhausting when it feels like, you know, you got to go all over the world to help her do it. But, mm-hmm. like, dude, it, you're in it now. But, and you're doing it. So shut the fuck up and just do it. You're not going to do both, though. You're not going to do it and say dumb shit. You're not going to do both. So pick one. Right. And I don't like that. It's like he he's always had that. You know, I use the word machismo attitude, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's why he went and got him an inmate in the first place because yeah. it's a, a situation where he can always have the upper hand, right? But and say what the fuck he want to say. Yeah, but if he was smart, he would have known that nine times out of ten, a girl in prison comes from a rough background. So yeah, that part. 
But see, it's like he wants her to just forget about all of that and right. just focus on the family that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, bruh, it's not that. Right. Right. So he's gonna, yeah, he's gotta let like the little slick comments go if he's gonna keep showing up. Like, because it's great that you're showing up, but don't do it in such a spiteful way because mm-hmm. nobody has to just start smacking his ass. Right. <laughs> I always resort to the bad like, like destiny. I'm that friend. Oh, girl, she kept, she came out the house swinging on Sean. <laughs> she, I said, this little, she's like a little pit bull. Like, you're just a little pug doll. Mm-hmm. You already look like one. More like, like a chihuahua. Yeah, like, she just come out the house barking and <laughs> swinging. And I'm like, girl, because he just sitting up there being a goofy. Now go get you one of these motherfuckers that's straight from 63rd. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ain't gonna hit your ass back, or he's standing out there with gang gang and his sisters in him. You're yes. not gonna come out there like that. You and your sister would have been in the house looking out the window, <laughs> talking about, oh, fuck that car. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool while it lasted. I'll go get another one. Oh, gosh. Right. Oh, gosh. So, okay. All right. Indeed. Um, let's take a quick break because I don't need Anchor acting up on me. And then we'll come back and finish up. Ten four, okay. 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 All right. So who's up next? Um. So we did Marcelino and Brittany, <laughs> and we TV tricking us with the whole blowing up the house story. Right. So we got Quaylon <laughs> and them. I can't even say it's Chevelle. It's NM. Right. We got Christiana and we got Michael and Sarah. Oh, okay. Let's do Christiana and John. First of all, Christiana got big, big, okay? What they feed people in prison? Is it just a lot of wheat gluten? Like commissary and laying around. That's it. I guess that might be it. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, it's been 10 months. And you know what else? She's not on drugs. That's another thing. She's right. That's like a literally she's healthy. Right. And John did say that too. Yeah. Based off of the drugs she used, dropping weight is not a good thing mm-hmm. <laughs> necessarily. But, um, you know, yeah, she'll probably be fine when she gets home and starts eating some square meals and is just moving around more. Mm hmm. But, um, yeah, you know, he picks her up and they seem to have that same very sweet, you know, kind of rapport. They're so nice together, but they just really haven't had a lot of time together. Yeah, because clearly he took her to have sex outside on a tree. Oh, gosh. Pissing me off every day. Ain't that much privacy. First of all, y'all married and that's y'all house. Right. And ain't nobody there but her mama. Y'all right. Then you come pick her up in the smallest car ever. (laughs) So what did you think? Like, it was the tree for me. I didn't like it. But whatever. If they like it, I love it. Right. And I was going to say, well, why not get a room? But we realized. They pay them bills, honey. They calling. They calling. Yeah. He gets a call on the way home, I guess it is. Is that after the the Mm -hmm. tree scene? Yep. No, I think it was before. But after he picked her up from the jail. Okay. Yeah. You know, the bill collectors is on the line. Yeah. And he's picking up the calls mm-hmm. and letting him know that the checks are on the way to pay the bills, which I'm like, sir. Mm. <laughs> you just sound like you lied, but 
you know, he had to let Christiana know, like, you know, having your whole, you know, immediate family in my home has been a burden. You should know mm-hmm. it. Mhm. Yeah. Come home and get your shit together. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. with the so sister Christiana, gone, that take it off though. <laughs> what What'd you say? With the sister gone, that's one less person. Because remember, he said he got those three kids at the house too. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of sis, Christiana asked, you know, how was that dynamic? And he said it was fine. And she's like, did she ever try to flirt with you? And this motherfucker lies, lies like a Persian rug. <laughs> Because I feel like she's letting you know that she knows how her sister is. So that was your opportunity to tell the truth. Right. And honestly, tell the truth and not be seen as she would not have immediately accused you, you know, of being a guilty party. Mm -hmm. She would have been like, oh, I know how she is. She always does. And you could have been like, yep. Oh, my gosh. You know, you could have played. Let me tell you, bae. (laughs) So y'all can have a gag session about it. Right. Yeah, but, making it worse, niggas. That's what niggas do, <laughs> right? And I'm like, if you, but and because he's a cheater, mm-hmm. he has let us know he is a bona fide cheater. So he's gonna go to the lying first, versus like maybe like this might be an opportunity for me to lay it out there and see what happens. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a cheater, so I'm just gonna laugh. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so did they make it back to the house? No. Okay, so they on the way they home. They fucked and... on the tree. <sighs> Just so low down, low class. Yeah, I would have been like, sir, no, my mama know what the fuck going on. And, you know, it makes it that much more annoying that he has really been trying to ride out this native man kind of, you know, identity. Like, he is a creep. Yeah. Like, he is are... a true life creep. And it's the deep eye roll over here for him, for me. Yeah. <laughs> like cosplaying as a Native American and always wearing the Native American, you know, uniform, but then want to get married on the back of trucks and have sex on sex a tree. On tree. Right. Like, dog, stop, you know, stop mentioning them people because. <laughs> and y'all talking about having babies. Like, you can't afford nothing you got going on now. And you have eight children already. <sighs> And he's he's been able to really keep that one on a low, you know. Other Mm -hmm. people we talk about how they got all these kids and stuff, but John, he's been able to be really quiet about the fact that he has eight children. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, she ain't saying nothing, so shit. I guess he like ain't no need for me to keep saying nothing about it. She cool with it, right? Yeah. Why harp on it if she's not gonna have a hard time? Period. I don't know. Hmm. So I think on the next episode, she, the sister, her and the sister have a talk and she slaps her sister. Yes. But it ain't even like a hard slap. It's just like, what the fuck, bro? Like, you did it again. Like, it, it was a starter like slap. A, yeah. It wasn't a baby. For me, it would have been a back slap, a backhand slap. Like, right. bitch, let me be disrespectful. <laughs> oh, I would have came around from the back with the slap. You know, it was very oh, out of rip, up and around. <laughs> Right. She gave her, she did though, she gave her that intermediate family white woman slap. Yeah. It's very close in. Yeah. It's very quick and then you point at him. <laughs> okay. I told you to stop messing with my man. Yes. Here we go again. Hey, girl, bye. <laughs> her cheek ain't, her head ain't even turned. It would have swiveled around. <laughs> <laughs> I did a whole 360. 
It's a high <sighs> Okay, but that was it for them. Yeah, so that was it. Yeah, uh, Christiana is Big Mama now. Okay, right. She's back home. Big Mama's home. Okay. Okay. So we have nigga shit and more nigga shit. <laughs> Let's say Sarah and Michael. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say let's say Chevelle and mm-hmm. and him for yeah. that. We gotta save the Branson brawl. The Branson. That's what the episode should have been named. The Branson brawl. Okay. <laughs> that little pushing match, honey. That's all right, it is. girl. So, Michael. First of all, you're so. I hate him. He's so dumb. Talking about. It, it, you know, we we feel like it wasn't real. It was all just a dream. Who you talking? What? And you know what? So for him to say that when he and his wife, you know, in their open marriage bullshit, have sex, that they just treat it like a dream, as if nothing is real. That gives him so much space and opportunity to not acknowledge that it happened. That right. he cheated on whoever or that he's still fucking her. Or right. Same thing with Sarah. You know, she don't want to yeah. explain that to people. So he like, if it's just But you know what? It makes it seem like it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So let's go with Sarah's friend caller, right? Like, Emmy. Michael? Emmy's back on the scene. Yes. Like, is that Michael? Is he staying there? Now she got questions, right? Mm-hmm. So, A, you got to follow girl code. Like, I'm like, okay, girl, call me later. And is she going to get the series of text messages from me, maybe? Mm-hmm. Or, like, we're not going to talk about it right now because, A, we on FaceTime. I know he can hear everything I'm saying. Right. B, you're not going to answer my questions right. And C, it's going to get him room to say exactly what the fuck he said. Like, you yeah. don't got to um, answer to her. You ain't got... Which... When not entirely wrong. He was not wrong. She does look. Sarah's a grown woman doing what the fuck she want to do. She mm-hmm. don't have to answer no questions, right? But the problem is, it's Emmy who is the person who's shoulder come on to, yeah. crying on. And Emmy's the one having that's playing fucking daddy in the delivery room when Sarah's mm-hmm. having your babies. Mm-hmm. Emmy is the one trying to help her get back in shape when she's you know feels like she needs a new man. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's the person that's around when you're not here, and mm-hmm. it's and when we think about it, right? When you take all the time that they've stretched out their story and condense it back into real time, we're only talking a few weeks from the baby's first birthday, where Emmy was there and saw how that was a disaster, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to through a long weekend where Malcolm was there, and then he went home, and then mm-hmm. she let Michael come back in, and then. Mm-hmm. Malcolm came back and they went on a date and she broke up with him. So what? Let's say this is maybe two weeks max. Yeah, because Michael has not gone home after that baby's first birthday party. Rain got a little ponytail now, girl. You see so hair. cute. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. But right, so he hasn't left and yeah. he's been around, but it still has not been a long time. Mm-mm. So Emmy knowing that as soon as he's gone again and now mm-hmm. Malcolm's gone, mm-hmm. she's going to be the first person to have to deal with Sarah or help her out or lift mm-hmm. her spirits. And Sarah, I will block her. I wouldn't even deal with that shit. She would learn yeah. from me to stop fucking playing with me and include me in your bullshit. Right. She has um, to remove herself from that. Yeah. And I think so like you said, I do agree. Mal- uh, Malcolm. Michael was not entirely wrong you know about her 
not being shouldn't be able to um you know question Sarah and Sarah not needing to you know answer to her but we all know that as soon as he's gone that's the person who Sarah's gonna be running back to but I just I really Sarah was just doing too much mm-hmm. in that moment in in terms of trying to explain herself and I was just like damn like you're not even catching yourself in this moment sounding stupid yeah and so, you know what's crazy Sarah looks happy like Sarah is elated that Michael is back. Michael mm-hmm. is around, that they're fucking, that he's there. Yeah. And it's like, Mama, what? After, until the next time. Because you know he's only there for a little while. And she's she's coaching herself to believe that, oh, we just co-parent it. It ain't like that. I'ma do me. Da 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 da. Like, yeah. no, girl. Because then when he say, All right, I gotta go back to Miami. Now, which we see the previews for the next episode, that that's right. what happens. He leaves. Yeah. And now you like, so you just gonna leave? Yeah, he, now that girl on his ass, like, come get your stuff. Come get your bag. Because <laughs> he ain't got shit. Right. So it's like, come on, girl. You say, And then, first of all, the fact that Michael thinks that Sarah's friend's questions are weird. That's the word he used. Right. Like, nigga, you weird. Fuck yeah. you, got, you got the nerve to call somebody weird? You're weird. Right. But see, it's that, it's that ghetto mentality at, of A- that's my wife, Sarah. Always, that's my husband. Mm-hmm. They, that's their excuse to always do what they do. Yeah. B, I, I'm the father of your kids. I'm your baby daddy. Entitlement because that yeah. title, they act like that title carries so fucking much when honestly it's toxic as fuck. Right. And that's, it's the title that in a relationship where Sarah will never have a, a healthy relationship or know what it's like because she keep fucking with you. Yeah. Both of y'all toxic for other people and each other. <laughs> Stay with each other. Don't put other right. people in the middle of y'all bullshit ever again. Megan gone. Mar- leave Maria gone in Miami. Motherfucking Malcolm gone to Philly or Jersey, wherever the fuck he from. And y'all just keep that toxic <laughs> shit under one roof. Right. But the problem is... Michael doesn't want to stay because he really does not want Sarah in the long run. Mm-mm. That's just where his Mm-mm. children are. And he has told us from day one, he does all of this to appease Sarah so that he can see his daughter. Mm. 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 So he married you. He put you on that leash. You know, he made it so that you could help support him, which also in turn helps support the girls. Because that's her, you know, excuse for everything. Oh, I do mm-hmm. it all for the girls. No, you don't, ma'am. But right. you can keep trying to convince us that you do. But what I do know is that that man does not really want you. And that's the reason that none of this will ever work out. But you will continue to chase that dream and wind up looking like an idiot and trying to prove the validity of the relationship to people like your friend because you know that this is bullshit. And because that is what be happening. Ever really do? Do you want him to just be like a stay-at-home dad? Like, is that what the what will he ever do? He doesn't even have the desire to get a job. He don't want that. That ain't even the life he wants. So, what right. do you think this is gonna be with y'all, quote unquote, family? You go to work every day as a waitress. Why he stay at home with the girls and quote unquote help you out? Girl, you could do bad by yourself. He's not. He's a third kid. You would have to take care of. Right, but in her mind, she's convinced herself that at some point, out of the blue, he will decide to do the things that he's not doing right now. Like oh, okay. he'll wake up one day and go get a job. Like I don't know, oh. I don't know, I don't know what what she's thinking. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> right. I don't yeah. know. 
Maybe nim, she's nim, just nim. not thinking because at all. Mama's delusional. But yeah, no, let let her tell it, you know, to Emmy. No, he's where it's working. We're happy. We're just in a good place. And like, girl, no. It's mm-hmm. a it's a bunch of excuses. It's a bunch of delusional bullshit. You're gonna get your feelings hurt again. Mm-hmm. And she was definitely sitting there looking like she was standing on the fucking little house on the prairie with her mm-hmm. children as he left for no good reason. Because mm-hmm, he was done. Because he, that was he was little, done playing house. Yeah, it was a mission for him to just to get her back just to say I can I can get her anytime I want to. Right. Whatever she got going on, I could come interrupt that. Yes. And he did. And you let him. And now he's gone. And now he's gone. And now you're sitting here looking stupid. And I bet you can't call Malcolm back. Oh, you better not call Malcolm. Malcolm better have some sisters like Simone, honey. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop playing with these boys. Okay. <laughs> you know what Sarah needs? Sarah need a D-Mark. Chevelle don't need D-Mark. Sarah need a D-Mark. Sarah need a cousin, honey, that's gonna come slap her and tell her you stupid every fucking time Michael come around. And she need a, a cousin that's gonna beat Michael ass every time Michael come around. Cause Every time. Because he could beat that ass. <laughs> I think he would have got Michael together way faster, you know. I can beat line. Michael ass. Michael about my size too. Bring your little ass on. It's a fair fight. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. She definitely could benefit from a D-Mark in her life because unfortunately, Emmy is who she is. Like, honestly, I know Emmy could beat Michael ass, but woman. So, not yeah. a fair fight per se or would get the cops called, but get you a D-Mark. Yeah, we might be able to do something. <laughs> exactly. They need to switch. They need to swap. Yeah. Chevelle, all right. <laughs> so, speaking of. Yes, let's get into it, honey. The Branson Brawl. Girl, the little pushing match. That's it. <laughs> Quayla told Demarcus, <gasps> I'm tapped in. I said, Come on, Quayla, with the sweet, sweetie quotes, honey. He said, I'm tapped in. Child, so. How bad? What are, where? So where do we start here? We are first of all. Let's go to a Chevelle. Talking about we taking baby steps. Y'all got engaged, bitch. Ain't no baby steps, girl. It, Chevelle is making this up as she goes along. Yeah, like so. Why did you take the ring? Right. Like if y'all gonna take baby steps and you gonna make him sleep in the hole, like by you saying yes to that proposal, it's like all is forgiven. Right. And here, here go the ground rules with the Tony and Angela shit. I need the password to your phone. Oh yeah. If y'all you need all that, ma'am, you still don't trust them. So right. So you should have said, you know what? I love you. I want to be with you, but maybe we don't need to get married just yet. But she was so thirsty oh, for that ring. But mama said at the end, we engaged now. What we waiting for? Let's get married. And Again, that's the making thing it up with as she go along. And she go along. It never stops with Chevelle, right? Right. You want him to, you want him to come home and be with you. He come home. He and then he don't be up there with you. He go with his with his down in Houston, right? Mm-hmm. So then he come back up there to you. He proposed. That's what you wanted. Now you want to mm-hmm. get married. He's gonna marry her, and then it's gonna be let's have another baby. Right. Let's get a, like it's not gonna stop with her. Right. So he needs to realize that, and these are all things she's doing just to lock him in. That's it. And get what she wants, but 
what she wants has no substance to it and what she doesn't realize is that she's going to deal with all of the bullshit that will come with her being one track minded about what she wants yep. like, oh, I don't want a ring but oh but you should get your own room for the night like girl if you were serious about being in like a genuine relationship with this man you would have either like you said took the whole commitment on because all is forgiven you you got your child calling him daddy like stop mm-hmm. with this whole in and out type shit mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> he leaves out of the room with his stuff and just so happens to run into D-Mark. So even the way the whole brawl started, I didn't Right. Like, like D-Mark, where you coming from at night? Because they finna go to bed. So where you coming from? Right. If you are just the cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about, oh, what you doing here? Like, we finna get married. It's my wife. I propose. <laughs> but then, man, you know, D-Mark started hitting him with the hard facts. Like, what do you know about relationships and being with a woman? And he was like, I was with somebody before I went to jail. He's like, you was locked up for 12 years. You went away when you were 17. Period. I don't care what you was doing <laughs> back then. That was on some old teenage lover type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably what kicked that fight off. Shit, that he started telling them truths and mm-hmm. it's like, all right, nigga, let's fight. Right. Because what <laughs> yeah. was left? Because at that point, y'all just are, you know, full of disdain for each other. But mm-hmm. of course, so then the brawl starts happening. You know, little push here. Don't push me, bro. I'm going to push you. Don't push me, bro. Mm-hmm. Hold me back. Right. <laughs> so they get to scrapping. At first, I'm mm-hmm. like, Chanel, you didn't hear all this. I mean, Quaylon literally just left the room. Literally. But then she finally opens the door, peeks out a little bit, and then comes out like, y'all are wrong. Y'all need to cut these cameras now. Oh, let's be clear. Who did she go to first to tell them they was wrong? D-Mark. D-Mark. She went straight to D-Mark and said, you need to chill. Oh, and at that point, bitch, I'm not riding back with you. None of that shit. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if it would have really looked either way to me depending on who she went to first because ultimately it was like they're fighting each other I don't know um it, it I know it matters mm-hmm. because that's what happens when you step in the middle of people bullshit yeah. in a relationship bullshit you're right they automatically tell you you they, they're gonna side with that person you're right you're right that's doing them wrong every fucking time they're gonna tell you you need to chill you need to stop all of that stuff. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right there. Because I guess I was thinking yeah. of it like in the physicality of it all. Like, I wouldn't want to approach two men fighting, period. But in terms of like pointing out who was in the wrong first, yeah, that was like fucked up that, oh, D-Mark's wrong first and foremost. Like, why did you bring him? And he, that's why he asked. He's like, why am I even here? <laughs> like, right. And that's just like, did you watch P-Valley with Uncle Clifford and the girls? Back in you didn't ever watch summer? that, yeah. yeah. Oh, you was tapped in 10 4. Oh, so yeah, that's just down like, in the valley, <laughs> yeah. Oh, where the girls get naked, <laughs> yeah. Come on, season two. right? But it's the same thing, like when that I forgot the uh Mississippi oh, yes. boyfriend was beating on her, and that man was beat, you know, taken up for her. And what she do, pulled that gun on him and told him to stop. Oh, diamonds, fine ass, yep. Fine motherfucking oh ass, my baby. god so it's like they even that might be a little drastic of a situation but, but no it's right it's right in the middle of people relationship shit they saw it with their 
significant other every time. Right. So it's best not to just just stay out of it. Yep. And that should have been DeMarc's sign to stay out of it. Right. And unfortunately, it's like if you didn't catch the hint before now, you definitely have caught the wave now. Oh, yeah. She made it very crystal clear. And the other big thing that I didn't like was that she has, I mean, she's proved it plenty of times, but she doubled down on using my Ela as a manipulation Every time. My Ela's in here. She's crying. Right. Uh, my Ela saw Ela. you. Um, I yeah. looked, I watched that fight at least three times. I did not see my Ela standing in the hallway taking mm-hmm. it all in. She may have been in the mm-hmm. room, may have known that there was a commotion. She may have saw Quaylen mm-hmm. come back into the room upset. But she did not mm-hmm. actively see them like throwing blows at each other. So let's not over exaggerate so that the men will mm-hmm. apologize to each other faster. Like I just I, I hate when she does this shit. Mm-hmm. It's bad. And then like that y'all need to show her that you know y'all sorry and y'all was just playing. And then how they acted. Girls like two year olds first <laughs> of all. How they shook hands. Girl it was so stupid and like, my time, that was not nice. It's so like right, and even that I'm like, listen, the child should not know that y'all had that level of beef, and you shouldn't really, uh, quite frankly, to me, you shouldn't cater to the child's feelings about it. Like, I about right. right. I think it's important for Chevelle to explain that shit to her. I think when the time is right, Quaylon can explain it. Everybody can explain it when they can be sincere about it. But just kind of like, oh, let's put on an act for my daughter. Like, I don't like that shit because now you're creating this environment where you always want people to put on an act for your child and like she's doing. Exactly. And do everything because you think that it's going to affect your child. Like, oh, I'm not going to let a man come in and out of my child's life or I'll let her call you daddy today, but not tomorrow. Or, you know, there's just always something that has to do with her child. And I'm like, take my home and let her stay with her grandma until you figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chevelle needs to. She needs to stop. She needs to grow up. She needs to. It keep keep everybody out your toxic shit. Yeah, if that's what you want to do. Right. Yeah. Once she definitely end, needs to just go be toxic under your roof with Quaylen. Right. Because, like you said, you were spot on. She's going to want all of these things to happen. She's going to want the wedding fast. She's going to want, you know, careers and babies and houses and all this shit. And it's not going to happen at a speed that she's comfortable with. She's going to keep trying to cry on other people's shoulder about it. But she's always going to want to run back to Quaylon when he's ready. Leave mm-hmm. us all out of it. And let's get, we still got to get to, so this is how we know we still not done with them. Because um, the thing is, is he going to go back to St. Louis? Or wherever Kansas City, mm-hmm. I can talk about some St. Louis. They from Kansas City, right? <laughs> what? Oh, I'm thinking about <laughs> how he looks kind of like Murphy Lee from St. Louis. So. He does. <laughs> he looks like a doped up nigga. <laughs> um, so is he going to go back there? Because he was adamant about being in Houston. He got a, a little job down there at the little barbershop. Right. So, or is Chabelle going to go down there? Like, what's going to happen? Well, okay, so that kind of takes us to the previews. So I saw in the previews that Chabelle and Quaylon tell her mother that they got engaged. They look like two... Yes. They look like two teenagers, you know, 
kind of just scared and coy about it. Yeah. Said it loud and, and proud. My mother told. Yep, but that mama keeps it real, though. right? She said, "You're making a mistake, essentially." Yeah, the worst mistake yeah. of your life. That's what she said. Because <laughs> mama comes through with the old home, right? Okay. <laughs> um, and then we see that Christiana slaps her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that Michael is leaving his family behind to go back on the whole road. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know what though honestly I'm glad that Sarah at least was not kicking and screaming this time because she knew that that was coming Yeah, and I'm glad that we don't have to play dumb this time girl so kudos yeah. for that I guess but I just would not keep putting my, my children through that as much as you want him around to be there for the kids I would not allow him to keep coming around to keep leaving their lives like that We'd have to draw some better lines, you know, create some better boundaries in that. Because this whole thinking you can drop in for a few weeks and then you're gone indefinitely, that's not good. Mm -hmm. Um, Who else did we see? Um, I like how, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shoot, what's D-Mart? When... Quaylen told him that he proposed, girl. Dumark go say, for oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, get married. <laughs> he said, pop the question for what? <laughs> then, but Quaylen said, how you still mad and she happy? <laughs> and that, I was like, well, everybody stand for the reading of the word. That's the benediction, <laughs> folks. We can go home now. <laughs> Because that's so true, but the problem is with the D-Marks, with the Emmys, right? Anybody that has been on the show and had to be the the shoulder that the person cried on, and then they turn mm-hmm. around, and before you can even look up, they're back with that person. It's like, why am I here? Why am I playing this role of the supportive, you know, person in your life if it means nothing? But I think that's where it becomes very important to know how far you are willing to tread with somebody when it comes to their relationship and Mm -hmm. you know what you can and cannot say what you are willing to do or not do because at the end of the day especially with grown-ass adults you know (laughs) there's a saying that I keep hearing on one of my YouTube shows that it's gross fair warning but blood is thicker than water but cum is thicker than both Period. I mean, (laughs) we are definitely seeing a couple of clear examples of that on Love After Lockup slash Life After Lockup. I agree. Period. So, so yeah. I'm trying to think, though. Who else was on that that preview? I always see it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to remember all of this, and then I can't remember any of it. <laughs> right. Of course, story of my life. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. Who was on the preview? It was Christiana. Mm-hmm. Who else? Right. I yeah. Sure, look, don't get me. Right. Mind, well, okay? we, we look forward to what they have for us next week. 
And they better not play with me. That's all I got to say. Right, because we're we're out of time, guys. Um, you've shown us a vast majority of what there is to see. So let's wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. That's it. That's all I want them to do at this point. Right. All right, ma'am. Well, until next week, then. Absolutely. See ya. All right. Have a good one. You too. All right. Bye. All right, guys, that's it for another episode of Jack of All Trades. Thanks so much for tuning into the review. After this week, uh, next week, I should say, going to pick up some additional shows. So tune in for our Married at First Sight review. We'll kind of bring it into, you know, the current state. So I guess it'll be like a mid-season update. Love and Marriage Huntsville. Bell Collective, you know, there's some cast members on those shows that we know we have to talk about. So tune in and uh, stay tuned for it. So until then, remember, I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.